On today's show, we have someone who's coming back, who has come back from Walt Disney World, and they have a report that's coming up on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 353. I am your host. My name is John, and I am joined, as always, by Adam. Boo. What's up, everybody? And that's it. Yes. Yeah. Just here at the top of the show, just kind of let you guys know, Jason's going to step yeah. away from the podcast for a little bit. No real yeah. cars, calls for alarm or anything. No, no bad health or anything like that. He just needs a break, basically, yeah. so he can uh, deal with some things. Hopefully, he'll be back. I guess that's the best way to put it, right? I mean, yeah, we wish him the best, and hopefully, he'll be back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's back to the way it all started. <laughs> the, just, the olden times. Yes, just two guys. Just the two idea. of us. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Although you know what, I should have really considered seeing if James was available to join us, but. I didn't tonight. Maybe I'll do it for next week. Yeah, I mean, this is mostly my trip report, so. Yeah, mostly your trip report, so he might not have, I mean, he could have interjected a little bit. He could have, yeah, especially talking about the Polynesian. Maybe maybe we'll make that, I'll I'll talk about it, and maybe we'll make that a segment for uh, the three of us to kind of talk about the Polynesian a little bit again. Well, the Polynesian, what, you mean like in the good old days, the way it used to be, or? Well, just in general. Bleak, the bleak future. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a whole thing about the Polynesian <laughs> past, present, and future. Poly Tower. <laughs> right. Everybody has a tower now. Poly Tower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. All right. So it started in like, what, 09, 07 or whatever, Bay Lake Tower. We got a mm-hmm. tower over That was 09, yeah. And so we have a tower, Grandestino Tower. We have that. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, Caribbean Beach has a tower called Riviera. Right, <laughs> sure, but I yeah, mean, you know, yeah, got a tower. Yep. And then there's, I guess, what I don't know, the Swan Reserve. Uh, <laughs> I don't know exactly. Of course, that's just the next finger toward Michael Eisner. Oh. Right, another middle finger, three middle yeah, I fingers. Guess. I guess how's three. that possible? It's an alien species that's possible. doing it. Indeed. So, as I said, we're going to do things a little different this week because we're going to do what we're going to do is we're going to do the trip report. And if we have time at the end, we're going to discuss a couple of things. Yeah. But if not, after, you know, because trip reports can get kind of long. They can. So we're going to start with that. So, Adam, you are the person who went. I did. Just, you know, not to spoil any surprises. Just me and my family. This was, uh, I wouldn't say a last minute trip, but it wasn't a planned out kind of, let's go because of this. It was like, hey, we have some time off. Let's just do it because it's been a long year, as we've already established. Just go, man. My mom passed away early this year. I've mentioned that on the show. So we just needed a break. And where else would I have wanted to go to get away than Disney World? I mean, Exactly. Hadn't been since, you know, the very end of the year. Actually, I spent New Year's at Disney, so... So it's like three months? <laughs> yeah. So I was getting the... Uh, That's such a long time. Withdrawals, <laughs> yeah. So I had to go. <laughs> and honestly, too, the news and everything has not made it, like, super enthusiastic about Disney, right, lately? You know, all the things... <laughs> mm, not as, not particularly. It's not... Yeah. As, not 
not been not been a positive news cycle for the most part. So I wasn't sure how I'd feel about it, honestly, going back and with a heavy heart, so to speak, as well. So how would it go? And just to cut to the the chase on that one, I had a great time. It was awesome. It was wonderful to be back. I had a very relaxing time. You know, the kids melt down here and there. That's just that's just par for the course with Disney. It's going to happen. But overall, wonderful trip, and we enjoyed it. We stayed at Grand Destino three nights over Easter weekend. Spent a lot of time at different lounges, <laughs> so that was what I did for enjoyment. Different lounges. Yeah, I'll go into that so, a little bit. And all right. spent a lot of time at the Polynesian because that's where, you know, a lot of memories are for us and uh, growing Disney up. Disney roots. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I meant the early part of the show. Uh, maybe we, we dig into that a little bit more because literally as soon as we got there, we unloaded the car and went straight to the Polynesian. That's how that's how the trip started. Okay, so uh, okay, let me get this straight. You're yeah. staying at Grand Destino, yep. but you're like, you know what? We're just going to drop the luggage off and go to another resort. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. We're just well, laying our heads here. <laughs> the re- the reason why was I think we arrived around 7 p.m., 7:30 p.m. somewhere in there, and Magic Kingdom was open till 11. So obviously the kids been in the car all day. They want to go do something they weren't tired they we just got there so they were excited they wanted to go do something so we're like okay here's the plan i want to hang out at polynesian a little bit the fireworks are going to start you know soon so the idea was let's go to polynesian let's hang out at trader sam's tiki terrace mobile order us some captain cooks and enjoy the fireworks from there and then we'll yeah. go over to Magic Kingdom after the fireworks crowd kind of starts leaving. We go in and we'll do a few things without, you know, too long wait or anything. We got to the uh, Trader Sam's. We did the food. I love Captain Cook's, as always. And Trader Sam's is awesome. What did you get this time? The pork nachos. The pulled pork nachos. Always. Always. And also the Thai coconut meatballs are also a, a favorite. Yeah. And I think I got something else for the kids, but, you know, something like mac and cheese or something for them. But gotcha. that's that's what I enjoyed. Anyway, the drinks, also really good, of course. Chilling, loving it. But then it starts raining. And then oh, wow. it starts raining harder. And then it starts raining even harder. And so we're sitting outside under an umbrella, and it was fine for a few minutes. And then it starts raining harder and harder. And then lightning... And then the, our server runs out and says, you know, when there's lightning in the area, I have to close out all the tabs. So, you know, you had to run in, in and out of the rain to close out our ticket. And so then we're just kind of stuck there like, well, we can't order anything else. We're getting starting to get wet now because it's just pouring rain. I, I look at the weather on my phone, like the radar, and it's one of those where the thunderstorm starts developing on top of you kind of storms. If you're familiar um, with how <laughs> thunderstorms in the south work, uh, sometimes... Especially they, central Florida. Exactly. But mainly, yeah, mostly Florida storms are those that just sort of just keep developing and they just sit on top of you. They just like continue getting worse and worse and worse. Whereas I think where we we are, a lot of them move from like east to west or in a north south south north kind of it's easier to track 
Whereas Florida, it's like sometimes you you can't, you have no clue what it's going to do because I keep looking like, hey, I think it'll lighten up. And then the next uh, radar is like, okay, it just got way bigger. Never mind. It's not gonna, it's not moving. So we just yeah. had to uh, run back inside. We hung out in the lobby for a little bit, but then it's just like, all right, forget it. There's no, it was at, I think, almost 10 o'clock at that point. So we're like, forget it. It's, it, what's the point of going to Magic Kingdom now? And it was still raining. It was just lighter rain. So end of night one, kind of. But I will say, being back at Polynesian was just, it's just really nice. I think I'm going to have to get back there, whether it's doing what James does and do those rentals or something. Yeah, It's just nice to be there. It's just, it's such a great resort to hang out at. It's not just doing the points. It's uh, He does them in the off season, too, Yeah, they're cheaper. Right. Good. Yeah. I'm just going to have to do that one of these days soon just because it's so nice to be there. Of course, memories come back to you from being a kid and coming there and, of course, thinking about my mom. So, Oh, and I, after it was raining, we didn't just go straight to bed. We went to the Dahlia Lounge. Yeah. First lounge that you yes. mentioned of the lounges. Actually, technically the second lounge because we did Trader Sam's Tiki Terrace, oh, which well, I guess, I guess that's similar. So a terrace, then a lounge. But yes, Dahlia Lounge. That's right. You're really saying bars. Yeah, well, okay. So, but it's a lounge. <laughs> but just to say, Dahlia Lounge was awesome as always. It is a great place to be, and drinks are amazing there. I don't normally like a gin cocktail. I'm not much of a gin and tonic kind of guy, but they're, the signature gin and tonic at Dahlia Lounge is superb. It's awesome. It's fantastic. So, And they have good food there. Everything's good, so... And, of course, my wife was telling everybody <laughs> that would listen. and I, Well, actually, I did. I was telling everybody. But she was, um, you know, telling everybody, too, that her name, trying to see if they would give her a free drink or something, but nobody ever did. But <laughs> anyway. It's like, I own this lounge. Exactly. <laughs> right. So anyway. But, I am this lounge. Yes. Day two ended up being Epcot day we almost made rope but you know epcot opened at 8 30 that day for the resort guests you know it's getting earlier and earlier yeah so we thought okay let's not worry about trying to make rope for one because of my four-year-old had to we had to activate his pass like his renewal pass because you know you can't just renew a pass and it work you have to stop and have it activated every time so i think jason talked about that on his uh back in march where he had to renew he had to go activate before he could get in the park so i knew that's what we had to do first so we went in there and did that we activated his pass while we were there we got our new cards because they you know never sent us any so we got new cards i bought a uh one of those gift cards for the flower garden festival so we could use that later so got all that stuff out of the way and looked around, you know, test track was already an hour, Frozen was like 35 minutes, so I was like, mm, let's go head towards Soren. My four-year-old's tall enough to do all these things now, so we walked into the land pavilion and it was like nobody there, very few people. Like, okay, this is looking good. We we walked down, walked in the line for Soren, it said, I think it said 15 minutes, but we literally walked straight to the pre-show area never stopped nice. we walked straight there we were in the middle which was great so we saw the straight Eiffel tower 
walk straight on on that and then the land we just decided eh, let's just do that too walk straight onto the land did that and then we sort of like okay we need to eat so we didn't eat at sunshine unfortunately because i wasn't sure if the festival booths were open or not the outdoor kitchens i should say we keep saying booths they're not open until 11 so we sort of ventured out and just found some food carts that were open and got some stuff to hold us over I think the Joffrey's cart we went to. <laughs> but then we rope dropped Cider House, which I think I told you guys. Cider House rules. Exactly. The rules were it opened at 10.53, not at 11. So, Ooh, I, I, that's cool. <laughs> so we got that one a little early. We were first in line there. We saw that they had already set it up, so we're like, hey, you guys open? We're like, yeah, all right, come on in. So we did. Pick them up. So we really enjoyed the flower and garden festival we did the easter egg hunt thing with the kids and honestly i gotta say the prize is better this year than last year it's like a little almost like tupperware but it's like for kids so they could either put food in it if they have lunchbox stuff or they could put toys or whatever in it it's like a little storage container thing with like the orange bird who else is on it figment mickey or i forgot who the other one was one of my Kids picked uh, the orange bird, and the other one picked figment. So, who picked figment? My four-year-old picked figment. Ah. Yeah. I didn't even know who figment was. He was like, the purple one. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I don't even know who you are anymore. Oh, no, nah, I still <laughs> I still like figment. I just don't care for the red oh. in its current form. Well, I mean, you refer to it as figment, so I'm just saying. So... Epcot that day was scheduled to be a 10 during plans, and yeah. it did not feel like a 10 at all. I noticed that from your pictures. So yeah. Like, um, <laughs> a lot of pictures. It looks pretty empty. Yeah, it did not feel busy at all. Now, again, Test Track still had a long wait. Of course, it always does. Frozen, we thought about doing it at one point, but it was still an hour, so I was like, eh. And yeah. I think Ratatouille was around 90 minutes-ish, somewhere in there. So the two attractions that go down the most had a long wait. Go figure. Yeah, big shock. But so we <laughs> didn't do any of those. You do realize those go down more than Test Track right now. Yeah, that's saying a lot. I was shocked that there was nobody at the phone booth. Yeah. The UK. Yeah, there was two occasions where my kids uh, went in the phone booth and just, you know, because they thought that was cool. They never did that before. Because it's usually like a ton of people over there taking pictures and doing stuff. And we had <laughs> two opportunities where there was nobody there. So. Right. There you go. So do they ask what's a phone booth? Or have they ever asked what's a phone booth? No, they, they weren't really sure. Yeah. They didn't. It's like, why is this a thing? <laughs> right. Like, why is this not a phone with a screen on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't know. They still thought it was cool, though. So we we sampled some food on our way. This was probably around lunchtime. Then we made our way over to the Mexico Pavilion. And, of course, the rule, when you go to Mexico, once you get inside... There's a cave. Right. If the La Cava is a short line, you must go to La Cava. That's the rule. And there was nobody in line for La Cava. That was another thing. This was... You got a getting, table. Right. This was very close to noon. It was 11.50 a.m. actually when I took the picture. And we, we walked up and the lady was like, do you want a table or do you want to go to the bar? And we were like, uh, I was like, a table if it's available. And they're like, yeah, right here, right next to the door. I was like, what? 
This is amazing. I've never seen this before. Right. I was stunned. Yeah, it was amazing. And by the way, if you do get a table, if you're lucky enough to get a table at La Cava, order the queso. Queso was awesome there. Fantastic. Loved it. And of course, since I had the opportunity, I ordered the Lily, which is the most expensive drink on the menu and <laughs> super elaborate. You know, they do the whole smoke machine. Yeah. It's it's elaborate. It's way overpriced, but it was a it was a really good drink. Yeah, that's I what I was thinking good. when you showed me the video. I was like, wow, it was like a razzle dazzle smoke and mirrors presentation, and then it's like uh, it's just a drink. Right, <laughs> <It's> right. <just laughs> <a step. laughs> I was like, okay. After right. it's all said and done, they just right. take it out of the case, pretty much. Right, they they have it in this little glass yeah case thing with a like oh flower okay. in there, yeah, and they they do the pumped smoke into it, and then. Uh, you know, it gets the attention of everybody in the restaurant, and it's kind of a cool little right. spectacle. So it's worth, like, you know, one Kind of like, volcano. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of, sure, like that. Amazing drink, though. I would order it again because the drink was so good. However, $33 is a very steep price for a good drink. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not worth that at all. But it's it's still a fun, yeah. it's a fun drink if you want to splurge. It's a fun drink. And it was very good. Or if you just want to see what it's like to drink a $33 drink. Sure. Yeah, and until this one, the most expensive one I think I had ordered was the $25 Old Fashioned at the Enchanted Rose at Grand Floridian. Right. Um, and so now this one topped that one. So I, not that I'm wanting to continue down that road. He's like, hey, give me the most expensive thing you got. Exactly. Yeah, no. <laughs> But when we left La Cava, there were three empty tables. And if you include ours, that was four empty tables. So we left La Cava. Let me see the time. It was 12.29 p.m. when we left La Cava. Four empty tables, if you count ours. And it's like, there was just nobody it was just nobody there. It was insane. Hmm. And even, you know, once the day dragged on, there was still, like, low crowd just sort of walking around it wasn't like massive crowds everywhere there were a few spots you know where bottlenecks like always like the mexico between mexico and norway but it still wasn't like horrendous so we explored some of the pavilions because the kids were doing the easter egg hunt thing i ended up having to look some of the hints up (laughs) online because the kids get bored they get tired of like looking and they could be like right in front of their face and they wouldn't see it. And I'm like, hey, I see the egg. Where? I, it's like right over there. Where? Who'll see it? You're, like, you're standing on it. No. Right, exactly. And they're like, oh, I see. You know, you have to like put them right in front of it. And they're like, oh, there it is. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. It's fun, though. It, it was a fun ex- thing for them to do. So we ended up going to club cool as well there was no line to get in or anything i don't think that's a thing anymore but it wasn't busy in club cool either but the kids of course love the soda the renew i guess not newness but renewness yeah <laughs> and it's, off. it's a very shell of what it used to be i mean they only have like what seven or eight six whatever it is six or eight different sodas and of course one of them is the beverly so it's like you're not gonna ever drink that one because it's horrible unless you're just going with somebody who's never been and you're trying to trick them but you're a glutton for punishment exactly and then they have one that it's like am i allowed to like the russian sprite anymore because (laughs) the cucumber sprite honestly is the best one 
but it's like, ooh, am I am I allowed to like this still? Ooh, I don't know. Well, sure you are, because it's a representation of the Russian people, not the Russian government. Exa- there you go. Exactly. See, I, I have an explanation. Unless, you know, there's like video of Putin drinking a, a cucumber Sprite or something. <laughs> we saw the Connections Cafe building and all the stuff. They just haven't opened it yet, but it was looks just like the, the gift shop. It's supposed shop. to be soon, though, right? I mean, yeah. I understand. Should be soon. Very soon. And there was one, I took a picture of the quote-unquote 30-minute wait at Spaceship Earth, which ended up taking three minutes <laughs> so to get on. Yeah, it's like, I was thinking, did they accidentally put a zero behind that? Yeah. <laughs> it must have been, must have been said three minutes. <laughs> well, I noticed that they were slow to take down the wait times once they deflated oh, yeah. because after we got off the ride, it said five minutes. When we I think left. they dragged their feet on purpose. Yeah, I think so. But we did Mission Space Green. It was five minutes as well. So we got our quota of rides in. Of course, we did Grand Fiesta Tour earlier on. Sampled a ton of food, plenty of drinks. It was good. It was a fun day at Epcot. And, of course, the kids still wanted to go to Magic Kingdom. So even though we got back to the room at, like, 7... <laughs> Kids still wanted to go to Magic Kingdom, so we're like, okay. Oh, wow. We actually parked at Magic Kingdom parking lot, which I haven't done in forever. <laughs> I think I've mentioned that. And so you took took which mode of transportation over? Ferry boat. We did the Admiral Joe Fowler. The Admiral Joe. But we had preferred parked at Epcot, so we were like, well, it's good for the rest of the day. Let's just park at Magic Kingdom parking lot, but we'll do preferred. And it, even preferred at Magic Kingdom is just... It's not anywhere near as good as the other three parks when you're doing preferred. You're obviously way closer, but you don't need the trolley, but you're still you're still walking a long way to get to the... Is preferred really all that good at Epcot, too? It's better now. We yeah. parked really close at Epcot, preferred. I guess it probably depends on what time of day you get there, too. Yeah. They used to put you all the way on the left. Now they're putting you right in the middle, right underneath the monorail track so you're like right there that was where we parked i was trying to think whenever i was there in october it seemed like i was close to the the bus stops oh really all the way yeah well it helped that there was nobody there too in the morning it was like we parked you know close to the middle of the parking lot so we were because it was i don't know a dozen cars in the preferred area by the time we got there maybe maybe a couple dozen i don't know it was not not many. So, yeah, we took the Admiral Joe Fowler over, which I do love the ferry boat. If you're going to, if you're trying to take a leisurely, scenic ride to Magic Kingdom, ferry boat, you can't beat the ferry boat. I got some really cool shots of the Contemporary while we were going by it at sunset. It was kind of a sunset pictures of Contemporary. It was really good lighting. Nice. Well, I mean, you know. Both methods of transportation from TTC is uh, they have their strong points. Yeah, and so I asked the kids because we still haven't officially seen Enchantment. I still haven't <laughs> because I asked the kids like, "Do we want to watch fireworks tonight?" Because we got like an hour. Do you want to watch fireworks? Nope, they didn't care. They didn't want to watch <laughs> them. They wanted to ride rides. So I'm like, "All right." Well, if I had to choose. Right, but I still wanted to see it. Like, I still haven't seen the full show in person. I've seen parts of it from kind of a bad angle, 
but I still haven't seen the whole show. Because you know me, I'm like, most nighttime shows are overrated, in my opinion, personally. Matter of fact, parades are most definitely overrated, as far as I'm concerned, so. <laughs> I gotta say, I'll, I'll talk about the parade uh, later, but my my four-year-old is still, he was like, really blown away by the Festival of Fantasy Parade, and it was actually really cool to see. Because it had been, yeah. like, he hadn't seen it because of the pandemic, and he didn't remember it, and so this is kind of like watching yeah. it for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I imagine he loved. He was like, "This is amazing!" Yeah, it was awesome to see that. It was very cute. But what I will say is, if you wanted to ride rides, I mean, we're talking about low crowds again too. Magic Kingdom was busier than Epcot. It it doesn't hold the crowds as well or spread out the crowds as well, obviously. But we had a fairly short wait for. Big Thunder. I think that's where we went first because of the, you know, fireworks were getting, it was like 8.45-ish or whatever. And we almost timed it to where the fireworks would start on Big Thunder, but it didn't quite happen. And I see my, my picture is 8.56 when we got on, so we we missed it by a couple of minutes. The fireworks started as we were walking off Big Thunder, so we didn't quite make it. But the kids were still, like, wanting to ride rides so they they didn't want to do splash mountain this time so the next closest thing would be pirates so we're like all right let's go do pirates during the fireworks it's fine and we were the only people in line for pirates like the only people only people only people period there were so we got our own boat i have a picture of that we were the only people in line for pirates there were some people that came in as our boat was taking off. I saw some people coming in, like trickling in the line, but they sent us on our own boat, which was awesome. I love the picture I have of <laughs> just the four of us on our little boat. It's very cool. So, just out of curiosity, because you were the only ones in the boat, did you have to sit in the middle, or was it? <laughs> they did told you get your us, own choice. I think they, they would s- recommend it. Yeah, they told us row three, so that's where we, they put us. So I was like, that's fine. I mean. I don't care. We have our own boat. It's it's fine. And I wonder if they do that as far as like weight distribution or something. I don't know. Well, that's what I was getting at. I was like, did yeah. you have to sit there? They told us row like three. Be, yeah. Because yeah. I would think if there's going to be no one else in it, you don't want to be in the very back or the front because it'll be tilting one way or the other. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. After that, we may have done one or two. I think we went and did Barnstormer because they wanted to do Barnstormer. We may have done people. I think we did people mover that night. I think we did Mind Train that night as well. How long did you wait? Was that the night? It was like, yeah, that was the night we did Mind Train. So we waited probably 30 minutes or so, somewhere in there. But, you know, the park closed at 11, and we got off Mind Train at like 10.57. And so I was like, well, let's go over and do Poo since we're already here. So we went, walked over, and Poo was a walk-on. So we just yeah, got like, in line Poo. Let's let's go poo before we leave. Exactly. <laughs> let's go poo and then we can go home <laughs> for the night. No. But yeah, it was so we did poo and then we walked through the castle and enjoyed the walk out. We took the monorail back and we got to see a Karen. My son mentioned this was the first time he actually saw a Karen in real life because you always hear about in the news today about Karens. <laughs> And so there was, okay. so we were in line for the resort monorail and off to the side, there's this lady like berating a cast member about 
wearing masks on the monorail, which I think they just lifted that this week. But while we were there, we actually had didn't bring our masks. We, we left them in the car because we thought we actually had them in our bag, but we had left them in the car. Um, but the monorail cast members were, you know, they, they handed us some of those disposable masks. And, of course, we didn't complain about it. Right. But there was somebody off to the side, like, screaming at a cast member about wearing one. And so screaming about having to wear one. Yes. Like top of her lungs yelling. And, and so I, I felt for that, whoever that cast member was, I I wish I could have seen like who it was and given them like a cast compliment for putting up with putting up with that. Whoever it was took, took it's just ridiculous. Look, even if you don't want to wear one, if someone asks you to for a reason, I mean, just do it. I mean, why do it? Because doing that, what you just did, is makes does nothing except make you look like a jerk. Exactly, all it does. Yep. And so the the cast members that were running the monorail were kind of staring everybody to the front half of the monorail while they dealt with her, kind of off to the back end of the line, you know. Of the I mean, it's not like they were asking her to give up her firstborn or right. yeah, it's a shoot first someone. Problem here. And yeah, uh, yeah. And as I've said, I think since then Disney has dropped that. I believe it's now optional, from what I've heard. Right. But as of that day, it wasn't. And like I said, we didn't bring ours, but the cast member was like, "Hey, do you mind wearing these?" And we're like, "Of course not. It's fine. You know, thank you for." Because we were like thinking we had to go get on the ferry boat because we forgot yeah. our mask, but right. they they just handed us some and we put them on and rode it over, went back to the car. So no big deal for us. But here's where I want to say I'm actually really proud of us as a family, and, and my wife in particular gets a huge shout out because we got back. After mid, it was around midnight by the time we got back to the hotel. We got up at six o'clock in the morning. I bought Genie Plus, the you know, when we got back to the room. I pulled the Slinky Dog Dash for the morning. I got a 10.30, which is pretty good. We got to Hollywood Studios. It opened at 7.30 for resort guests. We tapped our magic bands. I looked at my phone. 7:30 on the dot. We got in. Really? 7:30 on the dot. And that was that's a that's like a record, that's a record. for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Was, right. Like that was a first. But it was you know, again, there were already people in the park. It was already, you know, but we made it. And that's what what's what counts. So, we took advantage of it and Went straight to Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run was maybe, I think it took us around 10 minutes. I, I think I messaged you that that there was some slow people in front of us that sort of just very slowly walked through the line. And, oh, right. Yeah, of course. And held us up. Otherwise, you know, we would have gotten through that really quickly. And I, I told my wife while we were there, I was like, okay, we got to do Runaway Railway next because by the time we get there, the park will be open for everybody and it'll get a line. It's not necessarily going to be a long line, but it'll get a line. So if we want to walk on it right now, we should go do that next. So we did. We made the trek over. It was still a walk on by the time we we walked straight to the theater entrance right. for the pre-show. 
And by the time we got off Runaway Railway, the line was huge outside. And so <laughs> she was like, okay. She understood why I was like, we got to kind of have to rush. Because while we were walking briskly, she was like, okay, why do we have to walk so fast? I was like, well, because the park just opened and it, people are going to start flooding in. To get a short wait, literally five five to ten minutes difference makes a huge amount of <laughs> difference. Oh, it can, yeah. Especially early in the day. So, I got to ask, what motivated you to do Smugglers first? The fact that we had pulled Slinky and my kids did not want to do Rise of the Resistance. We were going to, I was ready to buy it, but they didn't want to. So I was like, all right, it's fine. It saves me another $60. So (laughs) if they don't want to ride it, I'm not going to buy it and force them to do it at this point, right? That's interesting that they wouldn't want to. Hmm. Yeah, my two, both of my boys don't like the drop. And I'm just like, the drop is nothing, guys. (laughs) Like, this is like... The drop is barely more than a Star Tours kind of drop feeling, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. And now that it costs money, I'm not going to, you know, certainly (laughs) not not going to wait two hours either. I was like, well, I'm going to buy it. Anyway, I got some empty pictures of Galaxy's Edge because when we roped uh, Smuggler's Run, there's several empty empty pictures I was able to get with no people in it, which is kind of cool. Got some pictures of my son in front of... Millennium Falcon with nobody else around, which is pretty cool too. After Runaway Railway, we you know you have that sort of lull where you're waiting for your Slinky Dog. I do have to say, when we went to Smuggler's Run, we took the Toy Story Land route, and it was very tempting to be like, let's just do Slinky Dog now, huh. right? But then that kind of would have kept us from getting Runaway Railway in and all that. Yeah, so we just we stuck to the plan, and we did our Slinky Dog at ten thirty. When our fast pass was there, and I will say, the Lightning Lane line was very long for Slinky Dog when we tapped in. It was all the way to the entrance of the Lightning Lane tap in. We actually had to wait a minute for the line to start moving before they would let us in the Lightning Lane line. Hmm, doesn't sound very much like lightning. No, I think we probably waited about fifteen minutes to get on Slinky. But I will say we had a 10.35 lightning lane, and we got in at 10.30. So the okay. five minutes early does does work, and the 15 after does work too. So it's still a thing. But I think I pulled a lightning lane for Toy Story Mania. And I got a story about that one too. The lightning lane for that one was long. It was super long. So yeah, Hollywood Studios, you have to have lightning lane there because everything is busy. But it also well. sucks because... Maybe it depends on time of day, too, or when you actually tapped in. Maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe if you had waited and tapped in, you know, because you have an hour window, maybe if you had tapped closer to the middle of the window. Possibly. Yeah, Yeah, we were kind of in the earlier part of that one when we did. But we were probably 20 minutes in, I think, once we did Twister Mania. But I think we walked around. We did some, we walked around, did some gift shops. I was talking with my wife about, okay, baseline, do we do the typical baseline, tap house, 1030, rope drop, which is what we normally do, and then go to Slinky Dog, or do we do Slinky Dog and then come back or whatever. But then I mentioned wanting to try Brown Derby Lounge, and she was like, okay, that sounds interesting. We looked at the menu. She was like, oh, this looks good. So at 11 a.m., after we did Slinky Dog, 
we came over and did Brown Derby Lounge when it opened. And it's a first-come, first-serve lounge, but man, was it good. <laughs> Better than Tap House? Better than Baseline? My wife would say yes. I mean, the charcuterie board is way better at their uh-huh. the cocktails. I mean, Baseline only has two of those. So if you want a cocktail, there's way more options at Brown Derby. And I ordered their Manhattan, and that was really good. But mm-hmm. she said one of the signatures, we had a great server, I should say, by the way, Danielle, her name was, gave her a cast compliment because she was awesome. And... There was a grapefruit cake martini. And I was like, okay, it sounds kind of kitschy, but what it and she's like, I think, you know, it's it's worth trying because it's a signature drink. So I was like, okay, let me try it. It was really good. It was, I was, I would go back and order that one first uh, next time because it was really good. I don't love grapefruit, but it's not like super sour. It's kind of a sweet and sour combo. Really good. Highly recommend. And the food there. I think we had ordered several different appetizers. Sort of basically was our lunch. I'll tell my story about Toy Story Mania, which was interesting because I mentioned the lightning lane was long. So we went from Brown Derby Lounge. My four-year-old went to the bathroom like three times while we were at, (laughs) you know, because he's a four-year-old. Three times while we were um, at Brown Derby Lounge. And so he had just gone. So we're like, okay, let's do Toy Story Mania now. It's just right, it's not far. So we walked over, did got in line, the Lightning Lane line, thinking, you know, it's not going to take long. We get to the, literally to the boarding. The guy was like mm-hmm. telling us row one, row two, whatever. And my four-year-old is like, bursting at the seams he's like i gotta be right now he he was jumping up and down he's like i can't uh, you know flipping out and so i was just like okay i i gotta have to take him out of line because there's nothing i can do and so the guy was like uh we don't normally do this but i guess go ahead and get on line so he took us through the exit ramp and I I literally had to pick him up and run to the bathroom, which is not anywhere close, by the way, nowhere near. So I had to run all the way out the exit, all the way to the Toy Story Land bathrooms. Yeah, he, I just asked the next closest one, isn't it? Right. He barely made it. We he it worked though. Like thank God he made it. And then we're like, okay, my wife and other son, or my other son decided to jump out of line too. So they didn't do the ride, so we're like, okay, I guess we'll just go back and just see if they'll let us back in again. And so we walked back over, explained to them what happened. They're like, okay, sure. But the lightning lane line was even longer this time than the first time. So we had to wait, and we probably waited a total of 30 minutes for, but we just happened to be in the lightning lane line twice for Toy Story Mania. So, yeah. I don't know what happened to his bladder uh, that time, but he <laughs> he couldn't make it. So interesting. They they at least were you know nice enough to let you go back through. So yeah, thankfully they did. Yeah. So they let us back in. We tapped in. They were like, okay. They saw that we had a lightning lane, and so they're like, okay, we'll just let you back in. Went to baseline after that, and kind of relaxed. My four year old went to sleep in the stroller, and then 
everyone kind of decided they wanted they were done with Hollywood Studios. So we somehow decided we would go to Animal Kingdom. It just sort of was like, let's go. <laughs> so we hopped over to Animal Kingdom and I pulled a, a safari lighting lane. Got in we did the safari. Safari was really good as always. I love the safari. I don't know why some people hate on it. Safari is great. It's worth doing every time for me. Because uh, you see different things. Like, it's not always the same. It's a very different experience. Then we did Dinosaur Standby, which was about 20, 25 minutes, somewhere in there. So not terrible. I was trying to pull a lightning lane for it. Nothing worked. Couldn't get anything. I tried to get Navi. I kept getting, like, a Navi at, like, 7 p.m. Couldn't get anything earlier. And uh, then I showed you guys the app was totally wigged out on me. I couldn't I couldn't do anything. Yeah. It was like logging in and out constantly. Face ID was Gotta going. It. Right. <laughs> so it just completely spazzed out. I went and talked to guest services. I couldn't find a guest experience at Animal Kingdom. But at, on the way out cuz at that point we were just like they wanted to go back to Magic Kingdom cuz they were tired of Animal Kingdom already. But what ended up happening was I had pulled a dining reservation for Ohana. And so I was holding on to it. I really wanted to go because of what we had talked about earlier, Polynesian, my mom, our memories there. And at that point, after doing two parks, my wife was like, I think we should just sit down and have a meal and call it a day because I'm, we had gone till 11, like midnight the night before and got up at 6 a.m. We were all tired. So we're like, okay, let's just do a meal at Ohana. And I got to say, it was just, I just love being at the Polynesian this time. It was so, it was just so nice. So to go back again, loved it. Just being on the grounds was fun. I will say though, Ohana was, the meal was a little below what I was hoping for. Like it was good. But it wasn't like the food was not like amazing, and you know they give you so much food you can't eat it all by the time you get to the appetizers, you know through the appetizers, you're tired of eating and our server he was super nice, but he was like incredibly slow, and I mean incredibly slow, <laughs> so there were long periods of time where we didn't even see him. Other people would bring us food, but we, you know, and then, oh, there he is. He's still, he's still on shift. So, but either way, it was still wonderful. I enjoyed it. I sort of soaked in the environment, the atmosphere, a lot of memories at Ohana. So a lot of things I was thinking through of many, the many uh, character breakfasts we've had there over the years, many of the meals we've had. It was just fun to reflect a little bit. And I was enjoying that. After that, we um, just went back to the room, went to sleep, went to bed by like 10, I think, that night, maybe even before 10, because we were just exhausted from the kind of two-day adventure we did. Got up a little bit later on Easter morning. It was Easter Sunday. Uh, trying to park for my Steakhouse 71 breakfast and... Um, Let's just say we ended up eating there because I wasn't able to make any modifications to anything. So 
I'll just say it that way. <laughs> so we yeah. actually ended up having breakfast at Steakhouse 71 instead of rope dropping Magic Kingdom, <laughs> which, you know, I wanted to do because my son wanted to do Space Mountain. I I thought about doing Lightning Lane again or Genie getting Plus. Genie Plus again, yeah. But it was like a half day, you know, we were leaving to go home. So I was like, why do I need to, why buy it for a half day? So let's just rope drop and do the things that he wanted to do. And then we'll just watch the parade and go home. But we didn't make it. So we ended up having breakfast at Steakhouse 71. But it was wonderful. Great breakfast. You know, they have the bacon and eggs. We had, I had some like lemon blueberry uh, pancakes and they were really good. We enjoyed it, and I love the atmosphere of Steakhouse 71, and I just love what they've done with contemporary, like the lobby, and you've got all these old photographs of of the early days of Walt Disney World and the construction of contemporary, and you got Mary Blair and all the like features of you know how she designed the Grand Canyon Concourse and all that stuff. So it's really cool. I love. The contemporary as well. I love hanging out there. So I like, dang, I want to go back and stay here. That's all I kept thinking. So it was nice. Cool. But Easter Sunday, we tried to do some Eastery things at Magic Kingdom and really didn't find much, to be honest. There was a few th- menu items at places that had some Easter things. The confectionery had a few like springtime things so got a few treats for the kids like that you know to kind of trying to commemorate the day because it's the only time i'll probably ever go to disney on easter you know usually don't do that so trying to trying to do something different but yeah we did space uh so we got there like 9 15 or something after it opened but we waited about 30 actually it was probably more like 40 minutes for space mountain my oldest son and I, my youngest and my wife did Astro Arbiter because they, they love doing that one together. It's really cool. And so we did Space Mountain, which is the one he really wanted to do. So we did that. And we kind of just enjoyed the atmosphere for the rest of the day. Didn't ride a lot more. We did Pirates again, you know, a couple other rides. Not not a lot. And then we watched the parade and then the, you know, the Easter Bunny and a couple other they do like a little pre-parade parade with the Easter Bunny and like some other characters. Uh, so that was cool. D- hadn't seen that before in person. And like I said, Festival of Fantasy started. We were at Liberty Square area. I had gotten Dole Whips and brought it over for them before the parade started. My four-year-old really loved it. You, know, you kind of take those kind of things for granted or that, you know, you're... You're like, eh, Festival Fantasy again. But for him, it was the first time he had really seen it, where he'd remember it, and it was actually really cool to see him enjoy it so much. Nice. So, and then I think we did Big Thunder after that, again, because they had, you know, they love Big Thunder. We ate at Pecos Bills, because, you know, that's what you have to do. We we enjoy that. I love Big Thunder. That's actually my favorite coaster over there now, over the yeah. years. Yeah, mine too. That and, you know... It's a fun coaster. If you ever need to get rid of a kidney stone, it's your go-to. You know, right? Well, hopefully, yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> have to deal with that. But if I ever do, and I'm at Disney, I guess <laughs> that's what I'll do. One other thing too. On our way out, we got stuck in the parade again. 
on our way out the three so there's a noon parade and then we did a few things and we were trying to leave around three but the parade so we watched some of festival fantasy twice okay but in the confectionery i keep i forgot that there's the vintage shop that's like a pop-up shop right now that next to the confectionery the old um what was it it used to be like the old theater right what what, what was it the old uh, main street theater. theater right where you used to could see the mickey mouse the arcade theater. or maybe oh a, no no okay i know what you're talking about yeah right next to the confectionery well, well, the place where you used to could see the Mickey Mouse shorts, I thought was over in that section, almost like close to Tony's. Yeah, I mean, I don't really? know. Well, either way, it's the right next to the confectionery. So I bought one of those old vintage park maps that we used to have for the original, you know, 1971 park map. They have like a big version of it that you can buy. And of course, I'm going to have that framed because <clears throat> I remember my brother growing up, we had that hanging, he had that hanging on his wall. I don't know if you remember that, but you probably had one too. I'm sure. Yeah, from back in the day, long since. Yeah, there gone was a now. time. But so when I, I saw, no that, idea where it is now. Right. <laughs> but when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta buy that because that's there's some nostalgia." Yeah. But yeah, cool little shop. I could have bought more stuff there, but uh, I was like, "Well, I'll get this for now." And uh, that was pretty much the trip. I mean, after that, we we left. So. All in all, like I said, good trip. It was meant for kind of relaxation and reflecting, not reflection, because uh, that doesn't reflections. No. That doesn't work. That doesn't exist. Not anywhere. But trying to reflect back, you know, mission accomplished on that that front. Even though we did kind of, the kids wanted to do a lot of rides. They always do, so we had to run around a little bit. But I still got my relaxation in in between all that and uh we hit up you had your fun yeah we hit up several lounges so yeah mission accomplished it was good maybe we could wrap this up at the end by saying something along the lines of we did attempt at least to get the uh guardians preview right yeah unsuccessfully right and that happened right before i left it was the same morning right yeah Yeah. right before i left like that and so we pulled the the link. Uh, I was busy that morning, so I didn't get the email in time. But the link was posted. We we logged in I th- at different times, and we got in. And there was really, well, by the time I got in, it took an hour or so, probably by the time I got in. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there was just not much left. It was maybe one or two. And every time I tried to click a time, it would say time's no longer available. Time's no longer available. Time's no longer available. You th- you're like, what is this, Genie Plus? No. Right, exactly. That's, that's what it felt like. But I, th- I'm actually not 100% sure that I didn't get one, but I never got a confirmation email. And But there was one where I, I just clicked on a time because everything said time's no longer available. So I finally clicked on one, and it did the loading or whatever. But then I never, like, it never told me one way or the other, I don't think. So, but I guess if I never got a confirmation email, I'm assuming that I didn't get it. So, I guess it it didn't work. So, this process to do this stuff nowadays is just so stupid. Yeah. It really is. I mean, it's like, okay, you got people that apparently are just like standing by, have apparently nothing better to do. I don't know what they do for a living. (laughs) I guess so, yeah. For when this drops, 
And I mean, because the email was out like 19 minutes, I think, or whatever it was, after the actual time they started really right open allowing you to to do it right. right? And some people get it earlier. Some people get it later. Yeah, and some people get the knowledge earlier. Right. About it, and and then you you're basically in a virtual queue the whole time. Yep. Just waiting for it to move across the screen and you finally get in and and the thing that frustrates me is on my phone when you use the link i have to log back in it doesn't just log me in automatically like everything else i do where it saves my password it's a unique link that i have to log back in manually and of course those things take time versus yeah you know what kind of killed me would be like you get down to like 17 and be like, oh, oh no, 37. Uh, yeah, which was odd. Like, like what? Ratatouille was so much different. It just didn't, to me, anyway, maybe I got in earlier for Ratatouille than I did for Guardians, but. Maybe I'll have better luck with a boarding group. Uh, yeah. Because you know getting well they're going to have them to start with. Right. Well, that's a, speaking of Genie Plus, I can really quickly try to summarize the frustration besides the crazy thing that happened with the app I definitely didn't feel like I got my money's worth because I maybe did four rides with lightning lane that day and right. we kind of cut our day off early too we could have done more but we cut our day off because we were tired and didn't want to do any more but 7 a.m I was ready for slinky dog I tapped I tapped 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 and of course it says oh there's an 8 a.m to 9 a.m you tap it, and it's like no longer available, or something went wrong, whatever. You hit refresh, you tap again, it's 9 to 10 or whatever. 9.30 to 10.30. You try it again, it's 9.45 to 10.45. It's like you keep clicking, and it says, oh, not available, not available, not available. And you just have to keep doing it over and over until finally it sticks. And it's like, I finally got a 10.30, and it's like, this, this just doesn't work. Like, why doesn't it yeah. just work? Like, it just doesn't work like it should. It's just... <sighs> just wait until people stop buying it. Yeah, I wish. I wish people Some, would stop buying it. I mean, I think there, there'll be a... The, the, if stuff like this continues, there'll be a significant amount that'll say, why am I doing this? Yeah, I hope so. But I don't have much hope for... <laughs> I have a trip where I'm... I have 14 people where I've got to be the, the tour guide, essentially. And I'm like... I do not feel good about having to use Genie Plus and spend. I mean, think about this: fourteen people. That's like, was it like four hundred dollars a day, <laughs> something yeah. like that? Just just for that. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that's like at Hollywood Studios. I'm thinking, that's four hundred dollars, more than four hundred dollars, to do that and Rise of the Resistance. To get, yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yep. Anyway. You know, though, when I got to looking at looking across the board, I'm like, in general, even for some of the more popular ones, you're not going to wait more than roughly an hour with the exception of Rise. Right. So I'm like, if I don't have to wait any longer than an hour, I may not even need to use Genie Plus, truthfully. I was like, I'm willing to yeah. wait. And I mean, an hour to me in this especially is not un- completely unreasonable Yeah. for certain things. Yeah. You know the frustration. You know, I was thinking just the other day how it's kind of funny. Disney spends all this money to make the queues entertaining for the people that are waiting in line, and then they 
charge you a significant amount to skip all that if you right. so desire. Yeah. But trying to get lightning lanes is like a huge pain. It's just not easy or fun or into, you know, pulling fast passes, you know, you had a much better chance of getting one and you could grab one and then modify it. Tap, grab, modify. Uh, you still right. can't. Although I did see something on the app and I couldn't, I never saw it again, but I saw, cause mm-hmm. the other thing was when you have a lightning lane and you try to cancel it, it's like, I can't figure out where to cancel it sometimes. It's so hard to like find when I book one, like how do I cancel? Sometimes you click on it. It doesn't give you the option to cancel it. And I have to, I close it out, go back in or go in and try and find it through different, a different way. And it's like, I, how do I cancel this stupid thing? But I saw no, something. So it's, yeah. It's like trying to find the calendar for the uh, Star Cruiser. Okay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> right. But I saw, and I know I saw this, it said modify or cancel, or modify and cancel. There was something where I clicked on, and it said modify and cancel. The, the verbiage was there. It said modify and cancel, or modify or cancel, or something like that. And I couldn't find it again. I never saw it again. And it, it was a tease. It, but it wasn't like click here to modify. It was, it was a screen that said modify or cancel. But so you're thinking maybe they're working on I, it. That's that's my thought. Is I think they are going. Or is your hope? But probably hope. But my hope is yes that they are slowly working to roll out a modify option. Because that would improve things dramatically for me. I mean, uh, having a paid option, I get. Everybody knew that was coming. Why didn't they just keep the same system but then have an option to pay? Yeah. I, I, I mean, what was right. the point of re, redoing What was it? the point of totally reconfiguring the system itself? And renaming it. Like, why do we have to rename it? Just bring FastPass back. <laughs> FastPass, right. like, why do we have to rename it? It didn't make any sense. I guess because everybody wants to make leave their mark in some way, shape, or form. It's got to be a JPEG thing, yeah. Everybody wants to think they have to leave their mark, even if it's a skid mark. (laughs) But everybody has to try and leave their mark. Yeah, well, that's definitely the type of mark he's leaving. (laughs) Anyway, let's let's wrap Uh, it up here, I think. Yeah. And we'll, you know. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah, hopefully next week we'll have some things to discuss. Yeah. You know, when I was sitting here talking about cues, I was thinking, I was like, we did a, like a best cues once before. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could revisit that a little bit Yeah. at some point. Yeah, what but would be the best anyway. lightning lane cue? Hey, I was going to say, maybe that's a category for March Madness. Maybe we should save it for next year. Oh, <laughs> best cue. Okay. A cue, a a what is it, a cue division? A I don't know. A cue and I'm going to say... Because we know we had it divided up into the things. Yeah. That's why I said a, I said a Q division. That sounds like something from James Bond. Right, Q division. Yeah. <laughs> yes, if you're Q, does that make yes. him R? And we'll have an R division. I don't know what that would be for. But. For rides. Huh? All right. <laughs> Go ahead. For rides. Okay, we've already done those. So, since we're wrapping this up, you can find us on uh, social media, on Facebook, tw- uh, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store, which you, which we have exclusive TWTM merchandise. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. 
And we have had at least one video added to the YouTube channel. That one of the uh, that short video of the construction of the Grand Floridian that we had. Uh, you can go find that. Just search for TWTM Podcast on YouTube. That's right. And if you want to find links to that and more, you can go to our website, which is travelingwiththemouse.com. Our email address is podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. And if you want any guidance in booking a Disney World, Disney Cruise, Disneyland vacation, you can reach out to our travel agent friend. Her name is Jill Dilbeck, and her email address is jilldilbeck at gmail.com. So for Adam, my name is John. This has been Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you will join us on our next trip. Welcome. Welcome. You know what? I didn't do Haunted Mansion. Come in. I did not come in. This whole trip you didn't do Haunted Mansion? I did not. Sinner. My wife hates Haunted Mansion. I don't know why. (laughs) She doesn't like it. Why does she hate Haunted Mansion? That's like a classic. She's like, it's well, she also hates Country Rare Debris. But, um, (sighs) I know. But. How do you tolerate this? (laughs) 